Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Promise, episode 256. Hey, my listeners, my guests today are Lisa Staff and Divo. And when I asked them about their one key success factor, they said, Everybody, genuinely, has at least one superpower that they can share. It's about connecting and uncovering that with people. And I do agree with them. As I see it, building your entrepreneurial success should start with recognizing what makes you one of a kind. The core idea for entrepreneurs is to create businesses which create products or services to solve the customer's problem. However, the only way for them to truly build a sustainable and profitable company around their innovative product is by building their company's DNA around their own unique characters and perceptions. We should keep being honest, vulnerable, and powerful while creating your leading business by being your own one-of-a-kind manager. Lisa Staff is a master photographer, former fashion model, and expert interior and exterior designer. She has had success at every turn in her entrepreneurial career due to her ability to connect and understand people on all levels. She embodies the metaphor of meeting people where they are and turning their lemons into lemonade. Devo is a thought leader, photographer, geographer, blogger, serial entrepreneur, ex-college athlete, former corporate executive, a single father of two promising young ladies, and now an emerging strategy consultant and paid speaker who is fast making his way as an expert in creating digital architecture to help small businesses and entrepreneurs brand and market. In 2018, Lisa and Devo founded Sprout Connectors, a full-service creative agency with a focus on social media management and content storytelling. They mix an efficient blend of content savvy with a relentless creative lavishness and depth of imagination to serve up an inspiring brand community. Let's listen to the beautiful story of Lisa and Devo. Lisa, Staff and Devo, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hey, hey, how are you? How's it going? Glad to be able to connect with you. It's going great and I'm so happy you're here. I think I once had two interviewees together but it was many years ago so it's such a pleasure to have you both here thank you we're, i was going to say we're attached to the hip it's a two for one hmm. i just shared with our listeners what you've done until now 
And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today and where are you heading? What am I doing today? I am business-wise running my photography agency still since I, that I've been doing since 2003. And in about a year and a half ago, Lisa and I partnered and formed a new business called Sprout Connectors, which is a branding and marketing acceleration agency for small businesses and entrepreneurs. And we are also launching some training workshops and working on a TED Talk proposal and traveling the planet as much as we can, given the closures all over the place and just trying to live our uh, our life the best way we can. Yeah, mine's pretty similar. We each have um, our own independent businesses, which are photography and video businesses. And then we're co-owners or co-founders of the Sprout Connectors. So we spend time with both of those businesses, our own and our, our individual business and our combined business, but it's a really good fit. Like our photography business is a really good funnel into our other business. And I think working with clients that we have during with our personal business, we come across situations that they can use our Spark Connectors business. So it's just a perfect alignment um, working with people that uh, we can help out in the branding and social media area as well. So you're both logo firms? Yes, we are. I don't. I don't know that I would call myself a photographer. I'm. I'm a. I, I am a documenter of life. I. I. I photographer. But I. Because I also do videography and a bunch of other things. I don't know that photography. It seems like photography is sort of shortchanges what we do. But um, that's one of the tools that we use to create the stories that we create. Yes. And what is unique about your agency, your mutual business? Does it have any of these video and photography elements or is it just a regular agency for social media? What is unique about that? Yeah, it's both of those tools. I think we're unique in the way that we deliver the messages that we deliver. I don't know that we're any better than there's a lot of different agencies out there. I think that our approach is a more holistic approach. What makes what we do unique is that we're both former artists and still use artistry to create the type of content that we create. But we're also both business people and have a, a massive amount of business experience, having run multiple businesses our, ourselves as entrepreneurs. And so what we have found that makes us unique, if that's the right way to answer that question, is that we are both pragmatic and artistic simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So it's that left brain, right brain mixture. A lot of people that we have that we have encountered in our space, and this is not a denigration of it, but they're either artists or they're business people. And I think our approach is sort of a combination and a fusion of both of those elements to create a very holistic approach to how we incorporate branding acceleration. I think bringing that to the table as well with us doing photography for such a, a long amount of time, I've been doing it for over 20 years, so you're pretty close to that as well. That we become, um, people would think we're creepy stalkers, but <laughs> part of that is becoming very intuitive. You see things that other people aren't going to see. And us being intuitive and watching our clients and seeing where their, um, where their light is, where they're going to shine, where that super value is, we bring that through in the branding as well. So some of the things that they might not want to bring light to might be their superpower. They might have imposter syndrome around it. They might not think that they are as special as it, at it as they are. But having that visual interpretation intuitiveness, we're able to bring that to light into the foreground. And that comes into their branding 
and we push that into their, their social media and any of their offers that they're doing as well. Beautiful. I love that. You are both entrepreneurs, and I want to ask you what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that listening to us, mainly regarding their customer focus or anything about approaching their customers, but it can be regarding any other advice as well. I think probably first and foremost, as it pertains to your customer perspective, develop the ability, if you haven't already, the ability to listen. I think I think there's a fine line between adding your own unique twist and approach to things, but melding that metaphorically with what your client wants out of the situation and being able to look at that intuitively, interrogatively, and clearly understanding what their vision is, what their business objective is. And if they're not clear on that, being able to sort of push the buttons diplomatically so that you can bring out their best foot, whatever that might be. And so being able to tell their story, you're part counselor, part service agent. And so, you know, at the core of that, you need to be able to read the room and understand that everyone that you engage with is uniquely qualified and uniquely different in their own sense. And you can't approach every client the same way. So it's sort of like I have two daughters, one's 15, one's 12, and they're like black and white, and I don't Mm -hmm. parent them the same way. So running an agency and working with a diverse portfolio of people who offer just as diverse a portfolio of services, you have to be able to understand when you push the button and when you service them and when you provide value or when you sit back and just listen to what they're looking for. And I think that would be my best advice. And Lisa? I'm going to agree with everything that you said. I think you need to have a lot of confidence in what you do, realize what your own superpower is and what you bring to the table, the value that you can bring to your client, but to also make sure that you're keeping your ego out of the equation and realize that every single opportunity that you have is a learning experience. What can you bring to the table and what can you take away? What can you learn? What can you improve on? What's maybe a new avenue of your business that you didn't even realize was an opportunity? So keeping your mind open to learning and making sure that you're aligning with those people that you can bring value to that ignite you and you have a great relationship, just like anyone that you would have a personal relationship with your business clientele should also align with you. Hmm. Beautiful advice. You've got successes, and I would like to hear about them in a minute. But first, I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? For me, it's the ego piece. Uh, For me, personally, as a business owner. I have very specific, if you can't tell, I'm very firm on my approach to everything. I have very specific ideas around how things should function. And because I've had a a decent amount of success in my businesses, I sort of come to the table sometimes thinking that I know the way to do things. And, And that's really just my ego talking. So being able to pull myself back for a beat and getting my personal opinion and my personal context so that it doesn't block the way of the progress of what the client is looking for and being able to engage with them and better understand what they're looking for out of a situation and adding value you know when i think it's the best way to add value as opposed to just saying it's my way and that's the only way to do it i love that i would say with me it would not be stepping into the power that you have and not having the confidence to say that you're 
you're as good as you are. So sometimes you need to step into that. And on the other hand, sometimes you can be with a client when you're, when you're new in business, a little too eager and again, not aligning with the people that you should align with. So again, we learn from all our mistakes, but you need to make sure that you are giving them all of the value that they deserve and not being too eager and jumping into a relationship with them that doesn't align with yours. Mm. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. I think we do a lot of things right. I don't know if there's any one great accomplishment. I think the accomplishment is the fact that we've been in business collectively for over 20 years and we've launched a new brand together and in our first year of business was already profitable. So from that standpoint alone, since what over 70% of businesses fail, that doesn't mean that you know we're not going to have struggles and whatnot. But I think the fact that we're able to, on a dime, pivot into a new business model and adjust that and be able to have an impact right away with our clients was a big success for me. And still having the understanding and humility that we, that we have a lot of room to grow and being able to do that is, has, for me, been monumental in, in, in my business. And this is my fourth entrepreneurial business that I've run. So um, I've learned so many lessons from the first three, and I've taken them into this new enterprise. So that, for me, is probably my biggest gain in success. Hmm. Um, I think for me, it's not having scarcity around things, being, uh, being comfortable and excited about collaborating with other people and not being worried that they're going to take business away from you. By stepping into that, your business only grows, opportunities only you know, gather and come to you from that. I think just really enjoying what you do and bringing your most to each and every project, not being complacent about something because you never know what the potential of that is. So not being scarce and being willing to collaborate with people. That's how I met this guy here and we created our next business. It wasn't something that I ever had on my horizon, um, but without collaborating, it would never have happened. Hmm. Beautiful. Can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer-focused marketing or sales. However, I'm not looking for the last Chinese tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you and might help other entrepreneurs as well. Okay, I, I, use, I use HoneyBook for my photography business and we use it for onboarding as well. So there's a lot of automation in there. And the more you use it and the more you input into it, the better our... Uh, our follow-up with our clients are, our touch points with our clients, gathering information, and their whole um, journey with us is, I believe. I think you get a bonus for shouting them out. You no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not affiliated with them or anything. It's just really freed up a lot of my time, and nothing falls by the wayside anymore, whereas sometimes you'd be like, oh, did I get back to this person, or did I send them this information? When you automate systems, it not only makes it easier for you, but it makes it much more beneficial for your clients. So Honeybook? HoneyBook, yeah. It's a CRM and workflow software that you integrate with your back of the, back of the house procedures, contact information, database, email system, any way that you communicate with your clients, it, it, it enables you to not only track it and keep an inventory log of all of your conversation history, contracts, all that sort of stuff, but it's also, it, it can integrate with your email system or your, it's, it's a, it's a, top-of-the-line CRM software. 
Mm. And here's my affiliate link. <laughs> you know, there are many factors that affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us win. And I want to ask each of you, what is your one key success factor? Your one key success factor? Loving what you do. Being excited every day about what you do. And um, always improving on it. Have a continual learning curve. Hmm, That's a tough question. It's a good question. I think my one success factor has been connecting with people. Everywhere I go, I, I connect with somebody, no matter if it's someone delivering food to my door, somebody I've met in a grocery store, just the most random occasions. And for, for me, being curious about people, genuinely curious to understand what makes people tick yeah. and just connecting with people and understanding that everybody comes at something from their own unique perspective I believe that everybody genuinely has one superpower at least that they can share with the planet mm -hmm. and connecting and uncovering that with people and, and learning about that and listening. And, and, and it's probably my greatest key to, to my success is I, I know people all over the planet and um, have made brilliant connections with people in business enterprises and projects that I've worked on with people from just listening and meeting people genuinely and authentically. Mm -hmm. And my final question, before I ask you what is the best way to connect with you, my final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. You know, step after step after step, and then when you reach the peak, usually you are looking to climb a higher peak. Sometimes you need to go down in order to reach the peak. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Um, I'm going to start and say that I've climbed quite a few mountains, not huge mountains, but one of the last ones that I did was um, with my boys in Wales, Snowdonia. And there was a couple of different ways to get to the top of it. And we ended up separating and I went with my one son and my other son went a different direction where it was a grueling, arduous uh, climb, more dangerous and all of that. I went with my, my not my favorite son, but <laughs> who's my favorite that day, where we brought biscuits and uh, treats and we stopped on the way and we enjoyed the view and had conversation. When we reached the top, we still had plenty of time to spare. And it turned out there was a cafe at the top <laughs> of Snowdonia. And we sat and had some hot chocolate and enjoyed the view while our other counterparts struggled up to meet us. Um, and sometimes you just need to like slow down and enjoy the journey. And the journey down was just as good as the journey up. So just always enjoying the journey, I think, is important. Where is Snowdonia? Wales. Wales? I've not been to Snowdonia. I think that mountains can be a lonely place and it's in that loneliness that you discover a lot about yourself because you're forced to rely upon everything that you contain within you to, to either make it to the peak. I don't believe there's such a thing as a, a mountain top because 
like you said, you know, if you do reach the the top of physical top of a mountain, there's always another range to explore. And that range has different subtleties and nuances that might be more difficult or less difficult than the one you just came from. So a mountain for me in relation to this conversation, it's a metaphor for our lives, for our businesses that as you climb the mountain, you know, there are different there are different times when you're with people or there are different times when you're hiking it by yourself. And, and and being able to appreciate both of those moments and understand that each one brings some sort of deliver, different, unique delivery to you. Um, I've been on mountain excursions to the top of 14, 15,000 foot altitude mm-hmm. and been up there hiking by myself and had, you know, like I said, you're, it's a lonely moment. But in that loneliness, you sort of figure out a lot about the things that, you know, it's a time for you to reflect and be introspective and almost meditative. Um, whereas other times I've hiked it with groups of people and and camped out and it's a totally different experience. So being able to sort of appreciate all of those different subtleties and nuances of of a mountain and in relation to your business, you, you have failures, you're going to have ups and ups and downs, peaks and valleys, all that sort of stuff. And and how you respond to those peaks and valleys is going to make the difference for you, for you how you run your business. Wow, I love your mountain stories, both of you. Lisa and Devo, what would be the best way to connect with you for any one of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Uh, we can be found on our joint business together at SprokeConnectors.com or on Instagram at SprokeConnectors. Devo is on Instagram at FusionPhotog, and I'm at Lisa Staff Photo. And um, if you check out our website, Sproke Connectors, there's a the ability to get some free advice from us on your branding strategy. So we will put all those links in the show notes of this interview. And I would like to thank you so much. It has been very interesting to speak with you both. And uh, thank you for coming here. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. We appreciate it as well. Mm, Thank you and take care. You as well. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.